LifeWay Leadership Podcast Network. You're listening to the One Ministry Question Podcast. I'm your host, Todd Atkins, and today I'm here with Dan Eitan. Hey, hey. Uh, and, you know, uh, if you haven't figured it out by now, we're answering one question per podcast. There may be other questions along the way, but one subject matter is tackled. And hopefully you find it practical and immediately applicable to your life and ministry. Oftentimes, if we have a resource, uh, we'll recommend it or we'll give it away. A lot of times we'll send you over to Grid or to a blog where you can download a, a template or an exercise or something to walk through um, for you personally or with uh, your team. So let's get started. What, uh, what question do you have for us today, Dan? Our question is, how do you prevent burnout? A topic that I think so many of us are wrestling with these days. You know, um, what's been interesting is this topic has come up numerous times. I mean, there's people that have written uh, books about it during COVID. And then there's also people that just provided really insightful commentary. Um, we do another podcast called the Five Leadership Questions podcast. And on it, you know, you had like Tim Keller uh, really digging into this issue. Uh, a guy named Ken Baugh, who wrote a book called Un Unhindered Abundance. Uh, and you know, that book was really interesting in that it wasn't really about burnout, but it was kind of about burnout. <laughs> hmm. Um, and then recently we've had another guy on, uh, Steve Carter. Um, he wrote a book called the thing behind the thing. And while it definitely is about burnout, even though I don't know if he would, uh, make it a, a you know, kind of a burnout book and then Kerry Newoff, um, his most recent book that just dropped is called at your best. Um, I'm actually in the middle of it now. He was on 5LQ as well. And, you know, what was really interesting, it was just uh, he and I on that one. Usually I have a co-host there as well. But he basically gave me a little test and then, um, you know, prescribed some things that were that was dead on. It, it does have a little survey in the book that's pretty cool. So I would recommend, you know, uh, those resources off the top of of the bat. So what, like when we think of burnout, um, what do you think are the causes of burnout? I mean, you know, you have only come on staff with us at Lifeway recently. Uh, prior to that, you'd spent um, some time in, in politics and then in the church for like 10 years. Mm -hmm. um, so talk to us about that. And maybe, um, I don't know, a couple of things that different seasons in your life where you felt burnout, what were, what do you think are the causes um, that other people might be feeling as well? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think for me, it's been those times where I just feel like you got to keep going, um, you know, and you're so exhausted, but you can't get a break. Um, and you kind of feel like everything's riding on you to keep moving, um, which is probably not realistic, but that's the way you feel inside, um, or at least that's how it's felt for me. Um, and so, yeah, there's been so many different seasons for me. Um, politics was definitely one of those. You're always uh, working to the next campaign. And then when that was over, the next one started, um, which is part of the reason why I got out of that, that side of the world uh, for that and many other things. Um, but I feel like in church world, um, you know, we, it's, you know, living for the next Sunday, there's always Sunday coming as we all like to say. Um, and after a while that just gets exhausting, especially right now during COVID times where, um, you know, we were juggling so many things, trying to get these 
um, you know, video services up and running if you didn't have one and trying to do things, you know, with duct tape, um, trying to get it to work for your people and nobody being happy with anything, um, especially right now where it's like, you know, do we mask? Do we not mask? All those things are just exhausting. And there's times I think where we just want to give up and, and, and run away. Um, so those are, those have been, um, issues in my life that I have seen those moments of burnout and just being tired, um, and wanting, wanting to give it all up. Right. Well, and two, uh, there are guys that are, uh, if I I think a lot of times, if you don't fix your burnout, you're going to burn down, um, because there's, and it may be, um, your, your sin of choice that you run to, or the thing of choice that you run to, uh, to fill that gap or to distract you or fill in the blank. Um, it can take you out of a a life of ministry. I mean, absolutely for the rest of your life. So, um, and and, you know, we, we all know guys that that's happened to, especially recently. Mm -hmm. So, when I look at this issue and I look at my life, man, there's been things I, I can remember back um, when we were in full campus launch mode and, you know, it was always the next campus was, was kind of coming. And as soon as we would launch one, I had, you know, I had two more in the, in, in the background that were like, okay, I, this is where I think, you know, this is where I know the next one's going to be. And here's where I think the next, you know, here are the two places I'm I'm looking right now to kind of, you know, really build out that pipeline. And so there was that constant pressure. And I remember having uh, conversations with my wife. Um, At that time, we'd been married uh, 10 years. And she reminded me of that when she said, uh, I I had said, hey, you know, it's going to be different soon. This next campus is going (laughs) to (laughs) launch. And she said, Todd, I've been married to you for 10 years. Um, please don't ever say that again. Like, I know (laughs) this is who you are. This is, you know, what, uh, what, what, what it's going to be like. And honestly, that was a very difficult moment for me as, uh, as a pastor and as a leader. I mean, I was an executive pastor, so I was, you know, really focused on a lot of the strategic initiatives and staff development pieces, but mostly strategic initiatives at that time. And, you just tend to carry the weight. So whatever leadership level that you're in, I think part of what happens is people, as they grow and take on new leadership, um, some of them grow and some of them don't. Okay, so that's one thing. But we tend not to share the load. There's two ways yep. that you share the load. You share the load by developing and not doing, meaning I'm developing other people alongside of me and I am um, sharing that ministry load with them. I mean, you know, Ephesians 4, equip the saints for the work of the ministry. We're, we're called to share the load, not hold it all to ourselves. We think that we're, you know, being some kind of great leader. Uh, the reality is we're being selfish. Uh, yeah. The reality is we're you know, sacrificing, giving the ministry away on the altar of pride or excellence, or, oh, it's easier for me to do myself right now. You know, it'll take more time. Um, There's all these things that we do. And so uh, I think that's one side. The other side is taking the time to step back and and put in some of the system structure kind of pieces that also help take the, the load off your shoulders. It's, it's, 
it's not just people, it's also those pieces as well. So I think those two elements in particular are really important to consider um, when you're like addressing burnout. Yeah. One, one other concept that I have been thinking about as it returns to, to burnout is um, from a book from Christopher Ash called Zeal Without Burnout. He talked about the idea of sacrifice is not the same as burnout. And I think so much for us as pastors and ministers, um, we need to find what that sustainable sacrifice is for us in our lives and not, um, you know, I, I think it's a conversation with our wives. You know, I go back to Todd, you talking about Amy. Um, you know, I think for all of us, we always say, hey, just around the corner, things are going to get better. Just around the corner, things are going to get better. Um, but at some point, you know, we know that we are called to have to sacrifice as believers and, and ministers and, and, and pastors. But what is that that Christ has called you to? Um, and I think taking time to, to um, process that with your spouse or your friends to help kind of figure out what that sacrifice should look like, but also being wary of what are those lines of burnout that you might have um, that are going to drag you down, drag your family down um, along the ways is something that I've been thinking about practically as it comes to um, preventable, preventing ourselves from burning out is trying to figure out what is sustainable in our lives and kind of making steps to make that happen. It's really interesting. I, um, I just wrote down sustainable sacrifice because I think that's, that's kind of what it is. I mean, you know, we have a tendency um, to go to extremes and I think a lot of us who are like, okay, you know, I'm in, I'm, I'm, I'm in ministry to do X. I'm called to do X. Um, we almost look at, at it like literally laying down our lives and we are um, we're laying down our lives to, to serve the church or, um, you know, serve this ministry or this pe specific people group or whatever it is. Um, it, rarely are we called to, or at least in, in our world in America, are we called to literally lay down our life, uh, you know, be a martyr. Um, we know that that goes on around the world, but I think some people kind of approach it almost in that way. Mm -hmm. Um, where they're, man, it's not that, um, it's not that you shouldn't be willing to lay down, you know, uh, have clear boundaries of, Hey, I will lay down anything but these things. Um, but you don't have to do those every single day. Uh, it, that finding that sustainable sacrifice is important and don't hear me say, Hey, water down your calling or, or water down your willingness to work for the Lord and give him glory, you know, no, I would say it's harder to do this in a sustainable way. That's more disciplined than it is anything else. Um, and, and that will glorify and honor God. If you are doing it in a sustainable way where your marriage uh, reflects that, where your children reflect that. Uh, and yes, where your church reflects that. And yes, where your personal ministry reflects that. Yeah. And I, I'm just, you know, just practically as we kind of close this one here too, I mean, I, I think some of the tools that, that we should pull out of our toolbox when we are thinking, Hey, we might be getting close to that burnout line is to, um, you know, go and do fun things with friends and with your spouse, um, go and um, take Sabbath, make sure you're getting sleep. 
have exercise. I think there's so many times where I've been in those burnout moments or thinking I'm, you know, entering into season of burnout. And it's just like, no, I've just been in my heads down. I haven't done anything. I'm just, um, you know, stressed. And so I think so much of, you know, what can lift me out of that is to, you know, sleep, to, to have fun, um, but also to have soul care. And, you know, there are times where, you know, I've gone into just, you know, a season of like, Hey, I need to, have more deep conversations with my wife. And maybe I need to talk to a counselor and just work through some things and thoughts and feelings. And, you know, I'm, I'm comparing, I'm comparing myself to other churches or other leaders and, you know, things like that, that it were unhealthy rhythms in my life. Um, and so I, I don't think it's wrong for, for us to, to recognize those things and to do some, you know, just really natural things to help prevent us from reaching that point of burnout. Well, I would, I, I want to add this two more really practical, practical pieces that you can employ uh, to help you with this. It one, I mean, I would probably pick up a, a, a book or two, like at your best uh, or, or something to, you know, that is a tool to help you identify uh, simple things like, Hey, what are, what are the optimal times for your work? Um, for me, I get my best work done in the morning. So don't answer email in the morning, answer it in the afternoon um, or for meetings. I mean, looking at, Hey, when do I have meetings? When do I have this type of meeting versus that type of meeting? Just really practical stuff. The other piece I would say, um, I know I've done a 90 second leadership on this where I uh, kind of break down a quadrant from Covey's uh, seven habits of highly effective people. And it's, you know, Hey, what's urgent, what's important. How should I schedule, you know, my time? Uh, luckily, I learned that early. Um, I don't think it was a book I was required to read in seminary. I think I ended up reading it in seminary uh, for some other reason. But the really big thing that changed my life was pulling that out. And now when I have my daily to-do list, I do have numbers beside those things and say, hey, is this urgent and important or urgent and unimportant or urgent and, you know, not urgent, but important? Uh and really knowing what I need to get done that day, um, I think so many times we let ourselves get hijacked uh, by the day and the yep. tyranny of the urgent. So even having a little framework like that can be really, really beneficial to you um, to keep you working on, you know, hey, what are the important things? What are the things that only I can do? What are the things I can give away? What are the things that long term I, I want to give away, but I can't right now because I don't have anybody um, how do I develop, you know, someone for that? So a lot of great, um, I, I think there's, you know, stuff that we've offered you today, but there's, there's certainly some, uh, questions still to be answered as well. Absolutely. Well, guys, thanks so much for listening today. Uh, we just hope that you have enjoyed this time, but also you have some practical takeaways that you can put into practice this week. Uh, there will be a, a resource or two in the show notes. We'll probably uh, throw that quadrant that I just mentioned in there, as well as some other things. Please hop on over to iTunes and leave us a rating and review. And if you have a question for us, uh, you'll find a link in the show notes where you can drop that in. Thanks for listening.